welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and to stick with it. This podcast is sponsored by The Lift Box is a veteran-owned fitness subscription box that sends out awesome monthly boxes. Each box they send out has four to six supplement samples, a drink, a few healthy snacks, a gear or accessory item, and a t-shirt. It's the perfect way to try new fitness products and an awesome treat to get once per month. You can cancel at any time and if you're interested in trying it out, use code EMILY to save $20 on your first box. Everyone's always ranting and raving about macros, which to be fair, they should be, but they're forgetting about something else which is pretty important and that's going to be micronutrients. The problem is that while micronutrients don't play as an important role as macros, they still do contribute to your overall health and performance quite a bit. Micronutrients are generally categorized as either vitamins or minerals that the body needs in smaller doses. We're going to start with vitamins because those are more known in my opinion, and those can be broken down into both water-soluble and fat-soluble vitamins. Now, water-soluble vitamins are defined as vitamins that can be dissolved in water. They're seen in the blood and other water-based fluids within the body, and they are obviously considered to be essential to the body, just like blood is pretty essential to your body. Examples are vitamin B. There's like 12 different kinds. There's really B1, B3, B9, B2, B6, B7, B12. There's a lot of different B vitamins going on. And then vitamin C is also another example. Vitamin B complex is actually very important to a lot of bodily functions in order for everything to be working well. I believe the most popularized vitamin is vitamin B12, and it's required for the formation of red blood cells and the creation of DNA molecules. Generally speaking, vitamin B12 is found in a lot of animal products like meat, fish, egg, poultry, and dairy. A deficiency in B vitamins overall can cause fatigue as they play an important role in energy metabolism, but generally it's not actually due to the fact that you're not having enough B vitamins in your diet, but rather that your body is not fully absorbing enough of it. This can be caused by an array of things, including diseases and things like anemia, overgrowth of bacteria in the gut, drinking too much alcohol, certain digestive diseases, and having bariatric surgery can also cause B vitamin deficiency. Now, vitamin C, as we know, is responsible for supporting our immune systems, which is pretty important to life itself, if you ask me. <laughs> it also helps protect your cells, heal your wounds, and maintain healthy skin, blood vessels, bones, and cartilage. Main sources of vitamin C are generally citrus fruits like oranges, lemons, limes, grapefruits, peppers, strawberries, broccoli, and other sorts of vegetables. Now we have fat-soluble vitamins, and these are defined as vitamins that dissolve in fats and oils. They're stored within the body's fat tissues, opposed to in the blood or in the water-based fluids within the body. And they can be absorbed along with dietary fats, which is why the fat macro is very, very important to our body. It literally helps us digest essential vitamins. Examples are vitamin A, D, E, and K. Vitamin A plays an important role in our vision, our teeth, our skin, soft tissue, skeleton, and our immune function. Sources are oily fish, liver, egg yolks, milk, and butter. And similarly, vitamin D also has a lot of those sources as well. Oily fish, eggs, fortified foods such as cereals, and natural sunlight exposure is the most important. So get outside, get your sunlight exposure, especially if you live in somewhere where it's cold. It is still important to be going outside and seeing the daylight. 
Vitamin D regulates calcium absorption. It plays a role in muscle function and repair. So if you're trying to get those gains, vitamin D is pretty important. It also plays a role in brain development function and the immune system. Next, we have vitamin E, and this protects our cells from damage. It supports eye and skin health, and it plays a role in growth and development, and it also plays a role in immune function. So as you can see, there's a similar trend with all of these. They are playing a role in immune function. Sources are almonds, peanuts, shrimp, sunflower seeds, and various other seed oils and seeds. Vitamin K, which is the last one we're going to discuss, regulates your blood balance and controls clotting. It heals wounds and forms some sort of proteins in the body. It also plays a role in bone formation, which is pretty essential. It also works alongside vitamin D in synergy. Sources are cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage. Now let's dive into minerals. So minerals are not as discussed in my opinion, but they can be broken out into both micro and macro minerals, just like we have both macro and micronutrients. Micro minerals are needed in the body in smaller doses, while macro are needed in larger doses, just like nutrients. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. The Weekly Rep is the official newsletter of fitness. It's jam-packed with fitness advice, health trends, wellness tips, and more, all in a five-minute read. And while that's great, my favorite part of the newsletter is the memes and the dad jokes that are sprinkled in. Plus, they host free giveaways every single month exclusive for their subscribers. Sign up for free with your email at theweeklyrep.com and don't miss another weekly edition of this must-read newsletter from the team at Headlines Over Sidelines. And we're back. For this post, we're only going to be going over the macro minerals because the micro ones just really are not as important and they're not discussed as much as the macro ones. The top ones are going to be calcium, chloride, magnesium, potassium, phosphorus, sodium, and sulfur. Similar to vitamins, minerals are elements that our bodies need in order to function properly. I've been going through my NASM nutrition course and I've learned a lot of this information from that course alone. They put together a great chart listing out the functions of each of the macro minerals, which you can find in this week's blog post if you want to visually take a look but we'll be going over them all right now anyways so first we have calcium calcium promotes bone and teeth formation muscle contraction membrane potentials and nerve impulse transmission and it regulates enzyme activities i think the main thing to really focus on there is the bone and teeth formation bones and teeth pretty important to your health muscle contraction pretty important to everything really but also getting gains Chloride promotes nerve impulse conduction and hydrochloric acid formation in the stomach. In more simple terms though, what it really does, it just regulates the amount of fluid and types of nutrients going in and out of your cells, which is a much simpler way to put it. Magnesium promotes protein synthesis, which as we know is very, very important to building muscles. So magnesium is genuinely a very important supplement and that's why a lot of supplement brands do have magnesium supplements on their own because it does promote that protein synthesis potassium is necessary for membrane potential nerve impulse generation muscle contraction and acid base balance so if you ever get a cramp it is very likely that you need more potassium in your body and that is why when people get cramps they actually eat bananas a lot of the time because the potassium in bananas is very high Next, we have phosphorus. This promotes bone formation, buffers muscle contraction, blah, 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 a bunch of other stuff that's really scientific. But basically, it's involved in muscle contraction and bone formation. Those two things are very important. <laughs> 
Now, sodium, I feel like sodium really gets a bad rep a lot of the time. Like people are like, oh, you don't really want high sodium in your diet. You'll have high blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. And while that may potentially be true for some people, sodium does play a very large role in diet and it is important to have enough sodium in your diet. Sodium promotes blood volume balance, nerve impulse generation, muscle contraction, acid-base balance. As you can tell, a lot of these um, minerals are kind of doing the same sorts of things, but sodium is really going to... If you don't have enough sodium in your body, similar to potassium, you can experience a lot of cramping, but also if you don't have enough sodium, you can easily be nauseous, you can vomit, you could be really dizzy and pass out. So you do not want to be having not enough sodium in your diet. And then lastly, we have sulfur. And this is actually really important for your liver function, which your liver is very important for many things in life. Um, but it also helps protect you against serious diseases and cancers and things like that. So sulfur is something that probably is not really talked about often, but it still is important in your diet. And you can get that through a lot of things like turkey, beef, eggs, chicken, fish, nuts, chickpeas, vegetables, whole grains, etc. It's really in a lot of different types of foods. So it's likely that you're getting plenty in your diet without even realizing it. Now with everything, there are a lot of common vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies that people have. And they're kind of very similar among most people. One big one is vitamin A. Another is vitamin B. And the third vitamin is vitamin D. As I was talking about earlier, a lot of people do have like a vitamin B deficiency, which leads to a lot of fatigue and things like that. But generally, it can be easily fixed by just going to your doctor, getting blood tests, seeing what you have low, and then either supplementing with real food to be able to potentially hit that goal or just literally taking a supplement of vitamins for whatever you actually need. And then the most common mineral deficiencies are calcium, iron, zinc, iodine, and folate. Again, go get a blood test, see what's low, see what's high, see what's normal. Only take vitamins that you legitimately have a deficiency in. And I would probably discuss it with a doctor before you just start randomly supplementing with a bunch of different stuff. Each vitamin and mineral does have an RDA or recommended daily allowance, which you can easily Google to find. You can also Google the UL or upper limit of each vitamin and mineral to make sure that you're not overdosing on vitamins because that is a thing and it's very bad for you. If you are under eating micronutrients, it can lead to many different diseases, including heart disease and various types of cancers and a, an array of other things as well. Those are just kind of like the two most common or well-known things. But all these are things that you can track with your macros if you really want to in an app like MyFitnessPal. And if you don't really know how to track macros or you're not tracking them now and you want to, I highly recommend checking out the post I made a while back on macronutrients and calories. And I will link that in the description of today's podcast episode. Hopefully you learned something today because as I was saying before, micronutrients are really just not discussed enough in my opinion, and they should be. Again, they're not as important to track or kind of keep in check as macros or calories overall, but definitely something to note and kind of keep in the back of your mind. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, 
and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.